The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee. The other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. Oh God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but he beat his breast and prayed, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For whoever humbles, whoever exalts himself, will be humbled. And the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Pharisee, tax collector, pick one. Well, let's see for a minute. So anyway, the Pharisee doesn't steal, he doesn't kill, he goes to church and he puts money in the collection basket. Kind of like that. On the other hand, the tax collector will steal money from your grandmother. So the logical choice, obviously, is the Pharisee. So when Jesus picks the tax collector, of course we all want to know why. And the reason is, is because the Pharisee doesn't need God. He's already perfect. Tax collector does. When I applied for my doctorate, one of the requirements was to take the GRE examination for the application. Now, that's not fair. Is that, is that right to ask a, 30, a 53-year-old guy to take the GRE? I don't know how to take the GRE. So anyway, I had to study. So the first thing I did is I went on the computer and I, and I, and I typed in, how do you prepare for the GRE? And this woman pops up. And the woman says, listen, you don't have to ace the GRE. You don't have to get a perfect score. All you need to do is go to the school that you're applying to and find out what score they want you to get. That's your target. That's your goal. You don't have to have a perfect score. So I tried that, and I did it, and I found out what the score was, and that was my goal, and I studied and studied until I could get that, goal, get that score. So I took the GRE, and then I passed. Barely, I passed. But that was the goal. See, that's exactly what I needed to do. It was to, it was to get, oh, they didn't have to be perfect. Now, let's say, for instance, you, you, you type in and you say, uh, how do you get to heaven? How do you get entrance into heaven? How do you get justified by God? Abraham will pop up in front of you and he'll say, you don't have to be perfect at life to get to heaven. But what you do need is that you have to need God. 
Remember the prodigal son? We all know the story, right? So he takes all the inheritance, and he goes and he spends all the inheritance, father's inheritance. So the question really is, is what did he spend the inheritance on? What did, he spend the, the, what did he spend the money on? And obviously, he spent the money on parties. How do we know that he spent the money on parties? Because he has nothing to show for it. If he bought a house, he could sell the house and buy food with it. If he bought a field, then he could grow food with it. But he has nothing to show for it. So here he is, he's starving to death, and he's about to die, and he needs some food, so he says, I'll go back to my father, and I'll be his slave. It's better than, it's better than dying. So he says, I'll, I'll tell him. So he prepares his speech. So he goes back to the father. What does the father do when he sees the son? He tells the servant, quickly, put sandals on his feet. Why does he have him put sandals on his feet? Because slaves don't wear shoes. And if the son's walking around in shoes, that means he's not a slave. And then the father says, quickly, put a ring on his finger. What does the ring symbolize? Well, it means that he is reinstated into the family again. And he gets all the perks of being part of the family, including inheritance. And then the father lastly says, slaughter the fatted calf. Now, why would he want the slaughtered calf? To have a party. Really? Another party? Didn't the guy, didn't the kid have enough parties? Didn't he spend all the inheritance money on a party? Now the father's going to give him another party? No, no, don't get mad at the son. The son isn't asking for any of this. He's just happy to be a slave. Why is he getting all of this extra stuff? Why is the father pouring and pouring things onto the son? Because the son returned to the father. And why did the son return? Because he had a reason to need his father. Some of you that know me know I, I, I love to fly fish. But when I first started fly fishing, I could not catch a fish. I couldn't catch anything. So I got one of those books on how to fly fish for dummies. Nothing. And then I got those instructional videos. They, they, they go through every step of the process. Nothing. So I decided to take a fly tying class, figuring that if I could tie a really good fly, I might be able to fake some dumb fish into taking my fly and catch my first fish. So I, so I took the class, and all the guys that were the, the, the fly tying class, all the students, were, were bragging about how great they were a fisherman and how many fish they caught and how big they were. So anyway, at the end of the class, I went to the professor and I said, the reason why I never said I am a good fisherman is because I'm not. The reason why I said I never caught any big fish, a lot of fish, is because I haven't even caught a fish yet on a fly rod. So the professor says to me, I'm retired. I fish almost every day. Why don't you come with me and I'll show you. So anyway, we get to this stream and he says, cast the fly into the river and let it float down. When you feel that fly bump up against a leaf or graze on a rock on the bottom of the stream, what I want you to do is I want you to take your rod arm and lift it up like that. I says, okay. So I cast it out there, and I was drifting, and I could feel the fly. I felt like it hit bottom. So I did what he told me to. I, I lifted up my rod arm, and it wasn't bottom. It was a fish. I went, what? And the, 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 the professor said, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Try it again. So I tried it again. I go, wow, I got another one. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, at the end of the day, I, uh, I thanked him a lot, and I shook his hand. After he said that, he said, that was a lot of fun. Well, of course it was a lot of fun. He laughed the whole time. Uh, uh, uh. So, what, what, so why did, my question is this. 
Why did he take me under his wing like that? Why did he, in those two hours that I was with him, share with me all the years and years of his experience and his, uh, that he picked up and all the knowledge that he picked up over the years of fly fishing? Why did he share it with me? Because I gave him a reason to help me. So here's the moral of the story. Now, when you guys go out and you take the fly tying class, don't tell the professor how great you are. Don't tell him how, how many big fish you got, how many big ones you got. Tell him and give him a reason why you want him to show you how to catch more fish. Much better. And the same thing with God. When you go to God, don't tell him how great you are. Give him a reason why you need him. And I'm sure you can come up with a reason. I know I have a lot of reasons. Let me close with this thought. When the tax collector went into the temple, Jesus said that he took his hand and he beat his breast. That was a sign. That was a symbol to God to say this. God, I need you in my life. Without you, I am nothing. Anyway, when Jesus died on the cross, crowds gathered around. Some of them were curiosity seekers. Some of them were there to participate in the, in the victory party to make sure that Jesus died. But when Jesus died on the cross, there was an earthquake, and then there was an eclipse of the sun, and then the centurion, the main Roman soldier, stood up and made an announcement. And this was the announcement he made to the whole crowd. Truly, this was the Son of God. What did the whole crowd do as they left? They took their hand, and they beat their breast. Because that was the day, that was the hour that every human being on earth needed God. So here's our faith lesson. You go before the Lord, tell him, tell him, I need you in my life. Take your hand and show him that you need him.